G'day humans, what's good work? Chris Bundy here for another edition of Wrestling All Star with Alex Free Williams. Alex, how you going, mate? I'm doing good. We are heading into what used to be called the cruel summer. I guess we could probably call it a cruel spring. Very exciting times for us New Japan fans. Yes, indeed. Another edition of our block where wrestling meets footy tipping focus on the New Japan calendar tournaments. This time it'll be the G1 Climax. This is huge. I think this is my second time sort of following along live with the G1. Like, like I've said before, I'm kind of a New Japan newbie. Yeah, this is awesome. This is exactly what I need in my day-to-day life at the moment is some good old-fashioned tournament wrestling. Yeah, but I suppose before we get there, should we talk about the leaderboard? Yeah, we should. Points are awarded for each correct wrestler chosen prior to the tournament beginning. After each event, points are tallied into the R-Block leaderboard, which runs in sync with the New Japan Pro Wrestling calendar. That's January 5th to January 4th. The current standing is total points. Alex is on seven, while I, myself, Chris, am on six. Yeah, you were smashing me until me picking the winner saved my butt. Yeah, and the New Japan Cup USA, so you're ahead by one at the moment. And if we have to go to tiebreakers, first we go to... Most three points awarded, so you're ahead there, three to zero. Then most two points, we're even on two, two. Then most one points, I'm ahead four to two. And then most tournaments overall. So it's not choosing the tournament winner, it's the most points from that tournament. Yeah. That will come into play a bit better for this G1 where, well, it's 90 matches, so you could probably pick like 80 matches correct maybe, but not get the block winners and not get the overall winner. But that could be a bit handy if we get into a tiebreaker situation. Yeah, so if you got both block winners, that'd be another four points, and the overall winner, that's another three. So if you're trailing by six on the last day, you get both block winners and the finalist winner in your and I don't you get another seven points there over me yeah exactly I I think you might be a bit hopeful with some of your predictions I'm just looking at them here yeah so points are awarded there's one point after every block match and with the G1 draws are in effect so we have to choose a draw if a wrestler is injured and replaced we are stuck with the replaced wrestler as per New Japan rules or if it's a forfeit we go with what New Japan rules there Two Mm. points for the block winner, and then the overall tournament winner will win you three points. So A block, Kota Ibushi, uh, his sixth G1 overall, fourth in a row, he was the 2019 winner. I think he's a very heavy favourite, me. I'm starting to second guess about whether or not he'd go back-to-back. But I think he's a pretty massive front runner for this. Yeah, I'd have him up there as well. I don't have my point total sheets in front of me, but I had him in contention going into the last few days. I don't see him going back-to-back, however. Kazuchika Okada from Chaos, his ninth overall G1, his ninth in the row, previously won in 2012 and 2014. 
Okada's in an interesting position in New Japan at the moment, you know. We talk on the weekly wrap this week about, you know, him being on the losing side of a six-man tag title match, losing the, a guy like Yoshihashi. But um, we've seen him lose the King of Pro Wrestling tournament. I think he's on a bit of a downward trend at the moment, so I've sort of got him penciled in to lose his first four or so matches. Just have to double-check exactly how many I got him to lose but yeah I've got him to lose a fair few of these matches early on and then possibly make a bit of a comeback towards the end. Yeah I wouldn't say he's in a slump quite yet he hasn't gone full red hair balloons rainmaker yet. Man that was so weird like I never understood it but yeah. Rocky seemed to have fun with it getting hit by the balloons on English commentary all the time. (laughs) It was good like how Okada would come out with that balloon and start swinging it like Stan Hansen in his bull rope, just swinging it at the crowd and stuff. I don't see Okada going too far. I see him sort of being in contention as well, similar to Ibushi going in the last couple of days. I definitely see Okada just having that story of, oh, he had a real bad run at the start, but he's starting to make it up into contention towards the last day and he just falls short. Tomohiro Ishii, part of the 21st Never Overweight Six-Man Tag Team Championship team. So it is his 8th overall G1, 8th in a row, and he has never won. Yeah, I'm a massive fan of Ishii. I've only got him penciled in for three wins on this tournament. I think he's just going to be the sort of workhorse that puts on a good hard-hitting bout and sort of just comes short almost every time. Yeah, I'd have to agree there. I sort of have him finishing mid-table in my G1 picks. Yeah. Shingo Takagi of Los Ingobernables de Japón, his second overall G1 and second in a row, he's never won before. I've actually got Shingo penciled in for quite a few victories, five wins. I think he's going to be up there, but then sort of towards then sort of just fall out of contention. I look forward to all the matches he's going to be involved in, like him and Suzuki, him and Ishii, him and Osprey again, like him and Ibushi, like, yeah, Okada, jeez. Shingo is a beast in the ring, and I really look forward to seeing his performances in this tournament. So Shingo is actually one of the ones I've pegged to go far and be in contention on the final day. I believe I've got him sitting around five or six wins coming into the final day. Yeah, I can't argue the logic in that. Definitely a bit tough for me to not get him right into contention, but yeah, I can't blame you for choosing him to ban up there. Yujiro Takahashi of the Bullet Club in his seventh overall, 15 a row G1, never been a winner before. Yeah, um, I've somehow penciled him in for three wins. So I don't see this being a successful G1 for him, but I see him playing a bit of a spoiler from time to time and getting the occasional underdog victory. Yeah, that's sort of where I positioned him as well as sort of a spoiler role going into this tournament where he'll get a few upset wins and sort of knock other people out of contention late in the tournament. Yeah. Taichi, part of the 87th IWGP Tag Team Champions from Suzuki Gun in his second overall and second in a row G1. He's never won before. Yeah, I've got him in a very similar role to Yujiro. Three wins, boiler sort of role. A few of these guys I got in that sort of category. 
Oh, this is where we might start to differ up because I've got Tai Chi sort of hanging in contention in the early third of the tournament and then dropping back. Nice. Yeah, so that's pretty similar to what how I've sort of predicted Shingo. So, yeah, I could see that happening. There was quite a few times where I was like, oh, I should probably pick Tai Chi, but I'll pick the safe bet instead. Noro Suzuki, the... 30th never openweight champion. He is the leader of Suzuki Gun in his ninth overall. First time returning to the G1. However, he's never won. All right. We're going to have very different opinions on this one. Yeah. Full disclosure, I'm already in my Suzuki Gun shirt for this podcast. Yeah. And full disclosure, I absolutely adore Minoru Suzuki. He's like the kind of dude I just want to hang out with. Like, we don't even have to talk to each other. Language barriers. I just want to see him do his daily life. Like, I want to see Minoru Suzuki, like, cleaning the dishes. I want to see Minoru Suzuki mowing the lawn. Like, I just love this dude. But you're going to hate me for this. I have him with the least amount of wins in the A block with two. Oh... Okay. So there's a couple of reasons that factored into this. The fact that they sort of went away from Minoru Suzuki in the G1 last year, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, he's got the Nevo Open title or whatever, but I think they're sort of moving past him a little bit and putting more of the focus of Suzuki Gun on a couple of other dudes like Taichi and Zack Sabre Jr. getting a bit more spotlight lately. So I'm thinking he's going to be the test of the A block, but he'll ultimately come very short in my predictions. I think I've got him penciled in for a couple of massive wins, though. Like, his wins are very big wins. He's either got a win against Okada or Ibushi, I think, in my predictions. So, yeah, this is where we differ. I have Suzuki sort of been in contention late in the tournament. Yeah, that makes sense. Suzuki's one of those guys that I can see him being put in just to help get everyone else over, or I can see him just almost win the bloody thing. So, yeah, I don't think there's a wrong answer with Suzuki. My biggest takeaway is that I get to watch all these Minoru Suzuki matches, and it's going to be so much fun. Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see. I suppose we'll discuss it more when we sort of highlight some key matches. Jeff Cobb. Partly affiliated to Taguchi Japan, this is his second overall and second in a row G1 he's never won previously. Yeah, uh, last year I was really looking forward to his run in the G1 and I found him to be quite underwhelming, to be honest. And for that reason alone, I've just got him in for three wins and also like in a sort of spoiler sort of role. Yeah, I've sort of had him get a couple of early wins, but then sort of drop off later into the tournament. Yeah. So this is where we start seeing a few surprises. Of course, these names were all interspliced with A and B block. Will Ospreay of Chaos in his second overall, second in a row G1, never won before. Yeah, I've got uh, Will Ospreay ultimately coming third in the A block with six wins. Uh, Full disclosure, I was a bit iffy about giving him some wins because I'm not too sure where New Japan stands on accusations against Will Ospreay in the recent months, so I don't know. But then again, if 
New Japan had any strong stance against it, I doubt he would be in the tournament. So so that makes me think that Will Ospreay is going to sort of continue his upward trajectory that he's had in the last year or two. And I think he's going to have a very strong showing this tournament and he's going to get very close to the promised land, but just fall short. Yeah, Will was someone I found hard to book for, yeah, both reasons that you've listed there. One, he's been out of action since the pandemic, pretty much. And then two, where do I separate the news and the tournament? Yeah, so like recently I've had the epiphany that you can almost cancel any professional wrestler these days. Like if you look through a lot of these wrestlers past, you'll definitely find something that's like really messed up. So now it's just like, all right, I'm just going to have to just separate the on-screen character with the person outside the ring. I'm just going to have to figure a way how to do this mentally. But it's still tough because, like, there's guys that are top guys in, like, major promotions that have some very dubious things on their past. So, yeah, Will Ospreay is very questionable as to why no one's made any massive statement about this. But, yeah, I'm just going to enjoy Will Ospreay matches bell to bell and then... Once the match is over, go back to thinking he's kind of a D-bag. Yeah, I've got him finishing about mid-table overall on my A-block rankings. Yep. Final participant for A-block, it is Jay White from Bullet Club in his third overall, third in a row G1. He has never won before, but was a finalist last year, I believe. Yes. Him and Kota Ibushi in the final last year, but now in the same block this year. Yeah, that's right. That's pretty much how I see this A block coming down to is the two finalists from last year. Jay White, I have him falling just short of the A block win. I've got him penciled in for seven wins. Cool. Very interesting. I myself sort of had him in contention going into the last day. And yeah, as the as we run down the matches, I'll talk more about my finalists then. Yeah. So we go over to B Block. Hiroshi Tanahashi, partly affiliated with Taguchi Japan, in his 19th overall, 19th in a row G1, three-time winner, 2007, 2015, 2018. Yeah, well... Man, I think I may have actually screwed up my picks for this one because I, I've accidentally only given him three wins. <laughs> oh boy. You've already locked them in, haven't you? Yep, I do see him sliding into the putting people over mode, but that's going a bit too cray-cray, I think. Fingers crossed, maybe I picked a couple of upsets with that that uh, you might not have picked, but yeah. Oh man, what did I do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah see it um, is a lot lot harder to get everything to balance than you think yeah it's so hard to get it in balance like yeah it's easy to just be like all right i'll pick this guy to win most of the matches this guy to pick most of the matches but then you're left with like oh bugger i've given tanahashi only three wins yeah and that's sort of where i've sort of looked at him going 
where do I put Tanahashi in this tournament? And I end up having him sort of coming out strong until about the halfway mark and then sort of trailing off to finish about mid-table. Yeah, that's what I should have done, but I've locked in my picks and I'm going to stick with them. Vote of confidence. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Hiroki Goto, part of the 21st Never Openweight Six-Man Tag Team Championship team from Chaos in his 13th overall and 13th in a row G1. He was the 2008 winner. Yeah, I think I've completely blown this B block because there's quite a few people here on like three or less wins and Hiroki Goto has one win on my predictions. Oh, wow. Yeah, um, yeah I, I've completely buggered this up. But I am confident in my choices. There has to have been a reason why I chose this, right? But like I said on the wrap, or maybe I said to you off air, who knows? It's really hard to sort of take my personal feelings away from my picks. And I've given him one win. So obviously I didn't do a good job of that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I sort of have Goto placed around mid-table come the end of the tournament. Horo Yano, the provisional King of Pro Wrestling champion of Chaos, in his 15th overall, 14th in a row G1, he's never won before. Yeah, all right. So I've, I've picked one win for Yano as well, but I love Yano. Um, Jeez, there was a tournament a few years back where it was like really low for most of the field and then like the top three or four were like stacked on wins. Yeah, so that's pretty much... I've got, like, five people here with, like, five-plus wins, right? Yeah. And the rest are, like, between one and three. Oh, wow. Yeah, so uh, Yano has won, but <laughs> here's my oddball p- prediction of the tournament. Toru Yano pins Hiroshi Tanahashi. Yeah, I could see that happening. If there's ever a year for Yano to pin Tanahashi, this is the year, right? Uh, I just think this might be the year that... Yeah, like I said, Tanner's going to put a fair few people over. So I've uh, predicted a Yano victory here. Like uh, like there was that one G1 where Yano beat Omega, I think it was. Uh, Who'd Yano beat last year? There was someone huge he beat. Uh, It wasn't Suzuki because that was the year before. Yeah, it was Jay White last year, I think he beat. Because they did the whole thing with Jay White last year where he lost his first few matches and then he came stronger then. Yeah, so this is where you and I differ. I've actually picked Hiroshi Tanahashi to win that one. Yeah, well, I, I've taken a gamble. I think if they're going to do his whole thing of Yano gets his like big victory over a big name, I think Tanner's the most likely option. Yeah. But yeah, I've booked uh, poor Yano very poorly here. I booked him worse than I booked Yoshihashi. Goto, I've booked worse than Yoshihashi too. <laughs> Yano bet Naito in the first match last year. That's what it was, yeah. It was Naito, sorry. It wasn't Jay White. And Jay White. He oh, okay. Naito well... and White in the first three nights of B Block. Wow. <laughs> I should have picked Yano to um, beat Naito again and then... We have a Yano Nato main event to look forward to. <laughs> oh, man. Yoshihashi, part of the 21st Never Openweight Six Man Tag Team Championship team from Chaos. Yeah, I've got I've got Yoshihashi with two wins here. <laughs> You've gone with more than Goto and Tana. I, I know, I know. I know. What um, am I thinking? So, I'm a I'm a maniac. <laughs> but this is Yoshihashi's 
fourth overall G1, his second in a row, he's never won before. Um, I myself have sort of used Yoshihashi and Yano sort of combined spoiler roles where they're sort of getting a few wins, so they're finishing lower to mid-table. Yeah. Nada of LIJ, Lossing Gobbler, Nobles de Hapone in his fifth overall, fifth in a row G1, he's never won before. Yeah, so this is one of the guys I went heavy on the wins with. Got Sonata with eight wins here. I think I had him with uh, about six. Yeah, so I've got Sonata coming out of this B block looking very strong. I think I might have even booked him to beat Naito. But yeah, we'll go into the finals predictions later. But yeah, I've got a possible idea about where they could go with Sonata. Tatsuya Naito, the 72nd IWGP heavyweight champion and the 26th IWGP intercontinental champion from Los Angeles de Japón in his 11th overall, 11th in a row G1. He was the 2013 and 2017 winner. Yes, I've got Naito having a strong run here. Like They're not going to have him lose too often. So he's got six victories on my predictions. I think out of the nine matches, I've given him five or six. Yeah, you don't want to set up too many opponents coming out of this, but yeah, I've set up three. Evil, the New Japan Cup 2020 winner of Bullet Club, and his fifth overall, fifth in a row G1, he's never won before. Yeah, so I've got Evil coming out of this with seven wins and a draw. Wow. Yeah, I, I think the dude needs some serious rehab, and this G1 might be the way to do it. After his speed bump championship reign? Yeah, I, I think him and another particular Bullet Club member really need this tournament. Zack Sabre Jr., of Suzuki Gun, part of the 85th IWGP Tag Team Championship team from Suzuki Gun in his fourth overall, fourth in a row G1. He's never won before. Yeah, so I've got um, Zack Sabre Jr. like coming out of the gates with a few losses and then and ending up with six wins and being right up there in contention with everything. Okay, so without going into too much here, early on, I think that's pretty much where you and I have got the same idea. I've got Zach sort of on the same path. He loses his first few matches and then refocuses to finish sort of higher to mid-table. Zach Sabre Jr. on a losing streak is money. Like, if you recall last year, like, they did a sort of losing streak with him at the start of the G1 last year, and yep. the post-match press conference promos were just so good. Like, him just laying on the ground, just screaming, F this, F that, oh, and just complaining about politics, and like, oh, Brexit's only happening because I'm losing all these matches, and all that sort of stuff. Oh, just absolutely ridiculous stuff. So I think they got to get give Zack Sabre Jr. a bit of a losing streak. Juice Robinson, uh, partly affiliated with Taguchi Japan in his fourth overall, fourth in a row G1. He's never won before. Yeah, this is a guy I completely stuffed up with as well. How many? Three wins. Um, Yeah, that's not too bad. Yeah, as soon as I like handed in my predictions to you i was like oh no i forgot how big of a star juice actually is in japan yeah sort of been out of sight out of mind with juice robinson for me yeah it doesn't help when they started these new japan strongs he was injured and that's why he was left out of the tournament 
I didn't even know that that's why he wasn't in it. I just thought he lived in Japan or he lived elsewhere or something, and then I had no idea why he wasn't in it. So that makes sense. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they mentioned it during Finley's first match. I myself had Juice sort of finishing again high to mid-table. I've sort of done the opposite of A-block. I've sort of just given two guys here a dominant run. And then the final international is Kenta, the New Japan Cup USA 2020 winner of Bullet Club in his second overall, second in a row G1 he's never won before. Yeah, so I've got Kenta having a strong run here to sort of build him up for him becoming the US champion and sort of uh, having a good run with that belt, I think. So I've got him with seven wins and a draw. Wow. Now that I've revealed both people that have got a draw in this block, yes, I am picking and predicting the worst Bullet Club shenanigans in history with a Kenta evil draw. Oh, wow. Like, I get it's a very sports entertainment thing, but Bullet Club is the sports entertainment of New Japan with all their run-in shenanigans and all that sort of stuff. So I just say something screwy happening and not getting a decisive winner out of that match. But as I say that, I'm like, oh, no, they might actually do the whole thing where they try to prove to each other who's the real leader and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, you never really know. Yeah. I've sort of got him finishing as one of the four people I've booked the strongest in the B block here. Well, like I said, I've given five people, like, lots of wins, and then the rest have just got nothing. (laughs) Try again next year. Yeah, yeah, it's just like, yeah, participation trophies all around. Um, So from there, I suppose we can work our way through and talk about any... um, Highlight matches if you feel there's any on the cards as we go day by day. Oh, dude, yeah. There's plenty of highlight matches coming up. Like, almost every match of the first day of A Block is a highlight. Yeah, I'm going to be completely honest here. I didn't know what you were picking, and I'm surprised we've picked the same across the board on A Block. So regardless of what happens on night one, we're going to be a draw at the end of the show. Yeah, I I think B Block is going to be the thing that bites me on the butt. (laughs) Is there anything standout-ish on night one that you'd like to discuss more, or should we move on to night two? Akata Ibushi. What's not to love about that matchup? And my favorite thing in New Japan wrestling is a couple of beefy, angry men just slapping the absolute urine out of each other. And we're going to have that night one with Ishii and Suzuki. So, yeah. I've gone for Kota there, and I've picked against Suzuki picking Ishii in that match. Yeah, well, that's exactly what I've picked. Like I said, we've picked the same thing, so... Yeah, <laughs> can't blame you. On to night two, Tanahashi and Naito. You've chosen Naito here, and I've chosen a draw. Yeah, that's that's an interesting one. Um, as soon as I saw what you picked, I was like, oh, man, I should have picked a draw. <laughs> <laughs> this is why we weren't allowed to say each other's picks before we handed in our picks. Yeah. But also, everything else is exactly the same picks by the looks of things for night two. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's going to be the real interesting one there. Also, we've both agreed that Kenta 
should get the win over Goto here. I completely forgot that Goto is sort of the sympathetic um, student of Shibata in a way that he's oh, sort of man. carrying on Shibata's legacy and Kenta attacks Shibata, and I've completely forgotten about that until reading this. Oh, man, yeah, you just reminded me. Oh, man, that Shibata moment last year. <sighs> Finger kissing good. There, because we don't want to discuss everything, and I am going to post up our picks before each night on our Facebook that's Wrestling Oddstyle. Search for that on Facebook. And there's always a link in the show description. So we go on to night three. It is another A-block night. Any take your fancy here, Alex? So we go from pretty... <laughs> oh, man. So from night one of A-block, we go from picking the exact same thing. Then to night two of A-block, we've picked different on every match. Oh, boy. <laughs> Somebody's <laughs> going to be walking away with the spoils here. Yeah, like, oh, this could be a crazy night for the block, that's for sure. Um, wow, yeah. Um, I've gone for the big upset on night two of A block with Yujiro over Okada. So that could bite me on the butt. That's the one I was sort of tossing up the most because I thought, oh, Okada's sort of vanished him, but then they paired him back again in a six-man, and I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, he's probably going to get his win here in a in a G1 just so he looks good. If there's ever a place to put Yujiro over Okada, this is the place to do it. Suzuki, Taichi. I've gone with Taichi here and you've gone with Suzuki. Yeah, so uh, this might have been one of my few Suzuki picks by the looks of things. I actually don't think I did pick Suzuki over Ibushi or Okada, but um. I've just got the whole Suzuki getting the win over Taichi here and just, like, reminding Taichi who the boss is. <laughs> yeah, I've gone the other way where Taichi sort of wants to set out on his own and he's trying to prove that he can hang in the heavyweight division without Suzuki. I see Suzuki versus Taichi being a thing that sort of lingers for quite some time within Suzuki Gun. I, I say this being the result of what happens with Suzuki Gun in the future, a Suzuki-Taichi feud. So I think like Suzuki beating Taichi here might be the straw that broke the camel's back and maybe we get something moving forward down the line. And then in the show opening match probably on the card at it, as it was listed Jingo Takage versus Jeff Cobb in what is going to be a big beefy boy match big meaty men slapping meat it's going to be disgustingly hard hitting and it's going to be so much fun to watch uh you've got Cobb on this one I've got Shingo on this one either pick is completely acceptable to be honest not for September 24th for B Block. Anything here that um, immediately stands out to you, Alex? Well, yeah, I picked Toriyano over Hiroshi here. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only pick of ours that is different again on this night. Oh, wow. <laughs> so I could really regret that pick. <laughs> or you could be really happy with it and I could be stuck with one less point <laughs> Yeah, that's true too. I, th I think you'll have plenty of opportunities to catch up in this tournament. <laughs> um, oh, let's have a look at this. Uh, Goto and Sonata will be fantastic, as much as I don't like Goto. But Naito and Zack Sabre Jr. will be brilliant. And yeah, that's pretty much it. It's one of the weaker looking nights, to be honest. 
Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. We've both chosen Sonata and Naito there, respectfully. Night five, my personal highlight of the G1. Yes, <laughs> would you like to inform the listeners why? September 27th, my birthday. <laughs> exactly. Um, and boy, did they give you the best birthday present they could give you. I know. I get to see Suzuki Gun Taichi versus Bullet Club Yojiro Takahashi. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, all kidding aside, I'm really excited to see Suzuki and Cobb. Yeah, that's gonna that's gonna be so good. You know Suzuki's gonna be yeah, just stirring Cobb up a bit. <laughs> oh man, it's gonna be great. Abushi and Ishii as well on your birthday. Osprey and Shingo in a rematch of their best of the super juniors last year. Yeah, and Okada and Jay White as well. Rematch like, of Madison Square Garden last year. So, uh, to all you human listeners that don't know much about New Japan, September 27th is the night to watch. M- minus one match. <laughs> uh, don't worry, that match is going to get me the point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you've got Taichi, I've got Yujiro on that one. Yeah, and then the only other one we differ on is Cobb Suzuki, you took Cobb, I took Suzuki. The rest of the matches we've gone White, Takagi, and Ibushi. B block. Wow. Yeah. Oh, I just saw your pick for Evil and Yano. Yeah. That's not that's not as crazy as me picking Yano over Tanahashi. What am I trying to do here? I'm trying so, to make you sound like the crazy <laughs> one. <laughs> evil and Toru Yano. I've chosen Toru Yano while you've chosen Evil. Yeah. You've Oh, my God, you've chosen Goto over Naito. Yeah, I don't think he's going to win the championships, but it'd be a good defense coming out. Oh, man. Yeah, it just doesn't it doesn't uh, tickle my fancy at all. But, yeah, very good. <laughs> uh, then the only other match we differ on is you've taken Tanahashi while I've taken Juice Robinson. Yeah, like I said, I think I accidentally um, sort of forgot how good Juice Robinson is in Japan and how over he is. So I may have given him a few extra losses where he didn't need it, to be honest. Next night, September 30th, A-block action. Main event, Ishii and Takagi. You've taken Ishii and I've taken Takagi. Yeah, you, you could ask me who to pick on that match a hundred times. I'll probably give you a different answer every single time. Um, Complete split on that one. Okada, Taichi. We've both chosen Taichi. Yeah, that's one of the big upsets of A Block that I've picked. And yeah, we, we need something to fuel Taichi's ego a little bit, I think. And Ibushi Cobb. You've chosen Ibushi, while I've chosen Cobb. Yeah, that's going to be a barn burner of a match, no matter what. Um, from there, we go on to October the 1st. Two sort of leaders facing off in their respective factions. It's the main event, Naito versus Sonata, where we've both chosen Sonata. Then Kenta versus Evil, where I've chosen Kenta and you've chosen a draw. Yeah, I've, uh, I've gone real funny buggers with that one, but yeah. Probably uh, not as as funny as I went, because you've chosen Tanahashi and I've chosen the headhunter Yoshihashi. Yeah, I would never pick Yoshihashi over Tanahashi, but <laughs> Tana Yoshihashi. Um, yeah, so 
now that I think about it, it's completely not out of the realm of possibility that Yoshihashi is going to get the big upset. Like I said, I think Tanahashi is in block B to be fodder for people getting upset victories. And then from there, our remaining picks for that night are all the same. Yeah. Uh, October the 5th, A block action. What takes your fancy here, Alex? Osprey and Ibushi is going to be insane. But Okada and Suzuki. Um, I picked Okada in that one, but I should have picked Suzuki. Yeah. Yeah. That's where I've given an extra point to Suzuki there. You've chosen Offspray. I've chosen Ibushi. I've chosen Taichi. You've chosen Ishii. Yeah, in the co-main, Taichi and Ishii, which will be an interesting match to say the least. And then the other matches, we've both picked Jay White and Shingo Takagi. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens there. October the 6th getting ever closer to the finals. However, after this, it's the halfway stage. Yeah, crazy. So, Hiroshi, Tanahashi, and Kenta. You've taken Kenta. I've taken Tanahashi. Yeah, yeah. That one could have gone either way for me. And Zack Sabre Jr., Sonata. You've got ZSJ. I've taken Sonata. Yeah, so, obviously, uh, I gave Sonata bloody... Eight wins, so that means I gave him one loss, right? Yeah. Um, and this is the one loss I gave him. Jeez, I should have rethought how I booked Sonata here. Um, yeah, uh, Zack Sabre Jr. and Sonata, uh, I've seen him wrestle a couple of times, and it's always just incredible to watch. Goto, Toro, Yano, you've got Goto, I've got Yano. I gave Goto a win. <laughs> be be a sort of fun chaos affair there. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> October the seventh, A block action. Wow, we've sort of chosen all the same here except for the main event. Yeah, I'm pretty happy with my pick. So the main Jeez. event is Kota Ibushi, Shingo Takage. Alex has picked Kota. I've picked Shingo. Remaining matches of the night, we've both chosen Jay White, Will Ospreay, Kazuchika Okada, and Yujiro Takahashi. Oh, man, poor Ishii. Um, (laughs) Ospreay and Suzuki, I'm very excited for. Like, that's just going to be very interesting to watch. Yeah, it's sort of a match on paper you wouldn't think of, but it'll be interesting to see what they can do there. Uh, I just assume uh, Ospreay's going to get the holy... Heck, slapped out of him. <laughs> um, uh, I'm going to say lots of flips. Osprey doing some weird flips into the rope, bounce back into the center of the ring, turns around, slap from Suzuki. <laughs> or comes off the rope into the gotch and Suzuki wins and we both don't get a point. <laughs> and you know what? I, I, would be, I wouldn't have been any happier to have lost a point on that one. I'll be stoked for Suzuki to win every single match to be honest this is the only time i'm gonna bring it up on this show like how uh was it seth went for the stomp and randy lifted him up into an rko yeah will's going for what is it the oz cutter off the ropes springboards back suzuki catches him puts him in the gotch and gets the win man that'd be huge That'd be huge. Uh, yeah, so from there we go on to October the 8th, up to match 56 of the tournament. <laughs> We've um, still got a long way to go, folks. So notable matches where we chose differently. Sonata versus Kenta. 
I've chosen Kenta and you've chosen Sonata. Yeah, once again, probably gave Sonata a few too many wins. Uh, Zack Sabre Jr. and Toro Yano. You've chosen Zack and I've chosen Toro Yano. Man, I like your thinking. Uh, Zack Sabre Jr. losing to a Toro Yano, that's like really perfect. Like the meltdown Zack would have after the match. Oh. Continues the old tradition of a Suzuki Gun member losing to Yano in the G1. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Because for years, Yano sort of seemed to have Suzuki's number in the G1 for whatever reason. <laughs> uh, and then the opening match of that night, Yoshihashi versus Goto. You've got Yoshihashi. I've taken Goto. Yeah, I'm, I might be tuning in like 15 minutes late that night. <laughs> <laughs> you know how I feel about both guys. They don't do it for me. I respect both men. Uh, I definitely respect Goto, but yeah, these guys just aren't my flavor of ice cream, so to speak. Fair enough. Going forward, October the 10th, more A-block matches. Wow. We have chosen pretty much the same here except for one match. Kota Ibushi versus Minoru Suzuki. Alex has Kota Ibushi and I've taken Minoru Suzuki. Yeah, that's a that's a good choice. Like I said, I probably should have given Suzuki a few more wins. I, I'm just looking forward to every Suzuki match, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, I was really disappointed that he wasn't in the G1 last year. So this is awesome. We get Suzuki back in the G1. I was really tossing up between the Jay White, Yujiro, Takahashi Bullet Club match, thinking for some reason Yujiro might get the upset win here, but we've both gone for Jay White in the end. Man, I could almost see a finger poker doom coming. <laughs> <laughs> we've both chosen Cobb over Ishii, Osprey over Taichi, Okada over Shingo. Yeah, so that'll be an interesting night of action as well. Yeah, definitely. October the 11th, V-block action. Wow, what a main event. Naito versus Evil. Yeah, if it's like their second match, I look forward to it. If it's like their first match, I dread it. We've both chosen Evil here, so I think that shows where we're sort of stand there. Uh, We've chosen the same... same yeah. Entire night. So we have Tanahashi over Goto, Sonata over Juice, Kenta over Toriyano, and ZSJ over Yoshihashi. <laughs> and so, regardless of what the standing is at the end of match 65, by the start of match 71, it's going to be the same. Yeah, so that'll be a night off of crunching numbers anyway. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Going forward, October the 13th. Match 71. Jeez, it doesn't get any easier. No. We have chosen about the same here. There's a couple of matches we differed. Yeah. Match 75 of the tournament. Will Ospreay versus Jeff Cobb. You've taken Ospreay. I've taken Cobb. That should be a really interesting match to watch. That'll be a fun one. Yeah, that'll probably be the front runner for match of the night, I would assume. Yeah. And then, of course... Jay White versus Minoru Suzuki. You've chosen White. I've taken Suzuki. And then the main event, uh, we've both taken Okada over Ishii, as well as both pick Shingo over Taichi and Ibushi over Yujiro. October the 14th, matches 76 through to 80. Looking at our picks here, they're all the same except for the main event. 
where Alex has chosen Sonata and I've chosen Hiroshi Tanahashi. Yeah, surprise, surprise. I picked a Sonata win. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be one hell of a main event. Also, I don't, I'm not too sure. Yeah, it was last year we had the Yano Naito upset. But the match prior to it was very fun with Yano and Naito, so I look forward to those sort of shenanigans again, to be honest. Yeah, and Juice versus ZSJ, we've both taken um, Zack Sabre there, so I think that'll be an interesting style there. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's probably a match of the night contender with Tanahashi and Sonata. So from there, we go on to the October 16th, a block final night. First match, Kota Ibushi versus Taichi. Alex has chosen Kota Ibushi. I've chosen Taichi. Uh, match 82 of the tournament, Jeff Cobb versus Yujiro Takahashi. Alex has taken Cobb. I've taken Yujiro. Match 83 of the tournament, Kazuchika Okada versus Will Ospreay. Alex has taken Okada. I've taken Will Ospreay. Match 84, Tomohiro Ishii versus Jay White. We've both chosen Ishii and match 85, Minoru Suzuki versus Shingo Takage. Alex has taken Shingo, I've taken Minoru. Yeah, if you'd like to sort of let everyone know where your sort of final was ending up and any key matches here. Well, first of all, Shingo versus Suzuki is going to be just an absolute slugfest. It's going to be fantastic. Man, Okada and Osprey is going to be fun too. I've got Abushi coming out on top of the A block this year. So, yeah, that'll be interesting. Yeah, I've given Abushi a really good run into the finals here. Wow, yeah. With looking back on all your points, and that does make sense. It's just the, the thought of a Abushi Taichi A block final sort of seems weird. Oh, man, that is absolutely insane. But, like, looking at how this is set up, Maybe there's a reason why they put Taichi against Ibushi for the final night. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe that's um, your tiebreaker match at the very end of the A block and we've just been completely thrown for a loop because Te- Taichi's going to have a strong run. So I've sort of gone the opposite here. I've gone Jay White sort of leading into the last day where Tomohiro Ishii wins and takes him out of contention, setting up a deciding match between Shingo and Suzuki and I've chosen... Suzuki to be the A block winner. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, Suzuki being in the G1 final would be so amazing. But I personally couldn't see it happening. But yeah, that would make me very happy. Uh, the next night, October 17th, for the B block finals. Match 86 is Hiroshi Tanahashi versus Zack Sabre Jr. We've both chosen Zack Sabre Jr. Match 87, Juice Robinson versus Hiroki Goto. We're Alex has chosen Juice. I've chosen Goto. Match 88, Toru Yano versus Yoshihashi. We've both chosen Yoshihashi. Match 89, Tatsuya Naito versus Kenta. Alex has chosen Kenta. I've chosen Tatsuya Naito. Match 90, Sonata versus Evil. And we've both chosen Sonata. Yeah, so I've got Sonata coming out of this as the B-block winner. And I've got... Sonata, Evil, and Kenta all set up for title shots against Naito. Wow. Yeah, I I sort of have to agree there because I've gone the same um, sort of mentality here where it's come down to Naito, Kenta, Sonata, and Evil. Naito knocks out Kenta, so it comes down to Sonata and Evil, and Evil's sort of been the guy always, like, sawn as the um, 
the bigger star in that tag team and Sonata finally gets the win there. Uh, I personally never agreed to the opinion that Evil was the biggest star. I've always found Sonata quite intriguing. Uh, I'm a huge Sonata fan. It's more to do with um, Evil's their guy. He went through their dojo. Sonata went through, was it Muda's dojo, I believe? Yes. Because he went through... Was it Noel or Wrestle 1 and then went into TNA for a little while? Yeah, and then he did an actual great Muda gimmick. Remember that? The great Sonata? Yeah. Oh, my God. And then it was part of James Storm's revolution. All right, TNA talk, let's stop. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so coming out of there, our block winners, if we get this correct, we get two points. Alex has Kota Ibushi and Sonata. I have Minoru Suzuki and Sonata which means those will be our respective finals. Alex, do you want to sort of explain your final first, Kota Ibushi and Sonata and your winner? Yeah, so I've got Kota Ibushi and Sonata in the final. In the end, we're going to have Kota Ibushi getting the win and sort of making up, uh, squandering his opportunities at Wrestle Kingdom this year. And this time he's actually going to get the big win at Wrestle Kingdom. Oh, yeah. Um, that's sort of where I see it going. Um, I might be a little Coda biased because I think he is the bee's knees. Uh, I think he is amazing. I think he is one of the most handsome men on the planet. And for some weird reason, I've booked him in the final against who I think is the second most handsome man in the planet, uh, Sonata. <laughs> so maybe a couple of bromances influencing my picks here. But yeah. Did you just say bromances? Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm just thinking Ibushi. He's going to make up for his failures this time around, but I could be completely off the wall on that one. Yeah, I I sort of agree with you, but it was just more so me doing this with rose-coloured glasses where I had Suzuki Sonata as my final, and I just thought Suzuki's finally going to get that win. (laughs) Man, that would be amazing. Do I think I... it's going to happen realistically? Maybe not. <laughs> nah, nah, I, I can't see it happening. But man, that would be amazing. Like, this dude is like one of the most over, probably like top three most over guys in New Japan to like an international audience. Like, he's so over, like, whenever he's outside of Japan, it's insane. Oh, and, yeah. like, the fact that the past couple of years is sort of been put on the back burner besides that quick little Okada feud, but, yeah, I just feel like they haven't been utilising him well, and God knows, like, there's not much time left on his career. <laughs> like, he's up there. Yeah. So, yeah, this would be a great way to sort of utilise him correctly. But do I see it happening based on booking patterns from Gato? <laughs> Um, I I don't know. I can't see it happening, to be honest. Yeah, so that's sort of what we think. So Sonata's going to win this and just screw it up for everyone. Maybe. I suppose because I've sort of stayed off everything G1-related, I don't like to be influenced when I'm doing my tipping for it. Have you heard anything on anyone's podcast saying, like, who the front runner is or who's, like, a favourite to sort of be in the finals i have not to be honest i've sort of steered clear from a lot of that as well i haven't listened to um post pure resu in a so yeah i'm not too sure 
who everyone is thinking, man, I'm starting to regret not picking Sonata. Yeah, but then again, the whole argument about like how they don't like pushing guys that aren't their guys, that could come into effect with that one, and that was sort of my reasoning for not picking Sonata to win the whole thing. Yeah, well, that's why. I was sort of arming and daring and sort of put him in that position and then went, nah, if I've already put him this far, I need to put him as the winner and just said, no, nah, I'm going to put Suzuki as the winner. So overall, out of the 93 picks we just made, there is only 38 where we have a different opinion. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Considering how, like, differently our final products are, like, of... You know, I've got Tanahashi with only three wins. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Like, that can't be right. I'm just going back and looking and going, oh, wow. But, yeah, like you said, there's a day or two there where it's all different or all the same. So, yeah, those <laughs> those couple of days will really matter when it's all, all different. Especially Basically, day you could three. come out 38 points ahead of me. Yeah, so by day three, we have, let's see, one. After day three, we'll have six of 15 matches different. So right. between the two of us, we have nine matches there we share. Yeah. Of course, we could all pick nine straight losers, and then those matches, they're different. Someone could get the win. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that might be the difference between all this. Plus, we're our might two... as well just come down to the 38 matches. Plus, where our two draws are, where yeah, I've exactly. chosen a draw between um, Tanahashi and Naito on night one. The realistic choice, yes. And you've chosen a draw on on night eight, Kenta versus Evil. Yeah. Oh, man. That, oh, so regret that. So regret for, that. For I could look like a mad genius, though. That's... <laughs> One of the results I was tossing up, I'm like, oh, I want to put a draw there. And I'm like, no, they're not going to do two draws in a tournament. And just went, oh, who do I think, who do I think's more likely to get a win here? And I said, Kenta, because he's been in Bullet Club longer. Yeah. Uh, if I was to pick, say, if I was to pick a guy to win that match, I actually would have picked Evil just because the, the reverse logic of yours. Um, because he's newer in the Bullet Club. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so you can pretty much make logic out of anything with wrestling. <laughs> but, yeah, this was a really fun discussion. We hope you've liked it. Yeah, so the next time we'll be doing one of these will be after the G1 itself. The, that feels like a lifetime away, considering the amount of matches we have yet to watch. <laughs> yeah, well, it starts tonight, so set your... I don't know, was it streaming device, I guess? It's no longer a VCR. <laughs> Shut <laughs> up, I'm old. CA8 track. <laughs> uh, yeah, so get set for daily, oh, near daily New Japan shows. Get ready for some G-fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, yeah, so stay tuned. The Twitter, the Facebook group, all the uh, picks. If you've missed any, I'll be posting on there every night um, just prior to the start of the event. So if you go on there, I'll have the start time as well as our picks. 
And also, I might occasionally hijack our Twitter account whenever I'm watching live this tournament and just talk about stupid, sexy Tai Chi and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> yes, I've seen one of our listeners responded with that. Somehow you've gone that over. Oh, man. I, I'm a star maker, mate. I, <laughs> I, I strap rockets. I get things over. That's what I do. I'm, I'm the journeyman of podcasts. I pretty much just make a living out of getting things over. That young up-and-comer Tai Chi. <laughs> <laughs> like... How old's Tai Chi? Uh, probably older than me. <laughs> well, there's a good chance he is, yes. Uh, <laughs> I'm searching it. I'm searching it. It's all good. Oh, my God. I knew he would be way older than I thought he was. Yeah, he's 40. <laughs> yep, that up-and-cutmer Tai Chi, 40 years old. <laughs> Oh, well. Yeah. Japanese wrestlers, man, they could either be 30 or, like, 60. <laughs> like, if someone was to tell you that, like, Minoru Suzuki is either 40 or 60, you'd be like, yep, one of those. Oh, wow. Taichi was in TNA as well. <laughs> oh, serious? <laughs> I'm on his wiki, and it says TNA 2004 part of Team Japan in TNA's 2004 World X Cup. Oh, man, I remember Where he competed in both a battle royal and a ladder match. Oh, man. No? Oh, man. I, I want to find out who else was members of this that I might know. Um, yeah, so 2004, I don't really know these people. Jushin Liger in 06. But Minoru Tanaka... Hiroki Goto in 2006. Oh, man, that's crazy. They had Goto in TNA. Man. Tanaka. Milano Collection. Rocky. Rocky is um, Tiger Mask. Oh, Black Tiger. Oh, I was wondering who that was. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Man. Somehow we keep, we keep falling back into TNA. As soon as TNA is mentioned, like our eyes light up and we just go off on this crazy tangent about how how much we hate TNA, but nudge, nudge, wink, wink, we always talk about it, so we must secretly love it. You know what got us to TNA? Stupid, Stupid sexy, sexy Tai Chi. Tai Chi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um. So, nothing yeah, at that? all. Nothing at all. Nothing at all. <laughs> uh, if that doesn't happen in the first two matches, I'll be highly disappointed. <laughs> oh where's, man. Where's sports bet when you need it? Odds Taichi takes off his pants in the first two match. Dollar fifty or your money back. <laughs> oh man, someone needs to book Taichi in a tuxedo match. Would he win or would he lose? He would easily. He would just lose. Yeah, because he keeps stripping himself. <laughs> oh man. Okay, so enough of stupid, sexy Tai Chi. I suppose we should let the humans. What's coming up next time? WWF Survivor Series from November fifteenth, nineteen ninety eight. 
All right, and a couple of things we might talk about on that episode, such as The Rock and his incredible catch of a nightstick. <laughs> like, just insane. Just like, is that Dwayne Johnson or is that Adam Gilchrist? <laughs> like, just insane catch. Uh, we could also talk about what uh, Bruce Pritchard refers to as the tink heard around the world. When Gerald Briscoe hits Stone Cold Steve Austin with the chair, what is the story behind all of that? I will uh, enlighten the masses on this particular episode. Oh, sounds good. Following Monday the 21st, we'll be back on Wednesday the 23rd for another weekly wrestling wrap. And then Friday the 25th with a special edition of Thunderstorm talking wrestling music from New Japan. Yeah, that's going to be a fun one. Yeah, g- giving us the extra week off from our fantasy booking, which will be nice. Yeah, New Japan didn't have their stuff in order, so we dropped uh, anyone looking for the Fruity's Ultimate Game Show go back in the archive. It was actually dropped last Friday. Yeah, exactly. Um, man, ugh. and that's one of my favourite episodes we've done of Fugs, by the way, of Fruity's Ultimate Game Show. and. The next episode will be even crazier. <laughs> <laughs> yes, new titles and new gimmicks and new matches and tournaments. So it'll be fun galore. Go back and check that one out. Yeah, mm. just just, just wait until you see how I figured out the um, how to utilize the gimmick match I got. Oh boy! <laughs> <laughs> and then from there, Monday the twenty eighth for a fallout down under. We are taking a look at another documentary. This time it is WWE 24 WrestleMania from this year. The show must go on. Yeah, man. Getting to discuss like probably a time period in wrestling that will be long talked about for years to come. Like we are living in an unprecedented era of just society in general and particularly in years to come like there's going to be people looking back at wrestling at this time and being like what sort of craziness was going on well here's this documentary yeah it's certainly going to be an interesting look plus we uh talk a little bit about aussie indie wrestling all of a sudden out of nowhere on that one so be sure to catch that discussion um so if that being said we'll chat to you all next time remember you're going down alex (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it doesn't matter who wins or loses as long as we all have some G fun. <laughs> <laughs>